Hey, good morning. This is John Estrey, and I'm here with Origin Gates podcast, daily podcast, Wisdom's Echo. And I just wanted to greet everybody, wish you a wonderful, wonderful day, and hope you find yourselves in a place of blessing. Um, I had something I wanted to share this morning that um, I've been excited about, and just watching the results... um, it's so huge. I mean, when you see things that God shows and then things actually begin to work and happen, it it makes it makes it exciting. And so, what that is is creating um, according to the pattern of Yahweh here in creation. And um, it, it it's um, when we understand the technology of who we are and what we are, and how Yahweh's fashioned us in His image, and how we walk. Uh, with him and listen to his heartbeat and see what he shows us in the heavenly realms uh, and then we manifest that and walk that out here on the earth it's uh, it's pretty powerful and it we begin to realize that he's got a bigger plan in store for us than what we ever imagined um, so in regards to all that um, the thing I wanted to share today was um, one of the names of God and that is Yud Bet Mem, Yud Bet Mem, and the definition according to the Jewish rabbis of that is recognizing design beneath disorder. Um, sometimes the translations are a little bit, uh, you know, I mean they're partially there, um, but it relates a little bit to Genesis one two, finding the design or the pattern of heaven beneath the chaos and the desolation, the tohu and the bohu uh, mentioned in the formless and void in Genesis 1-2, Bereshit 1 and 2, where it says, and the earth was formless and void. Um, For years we've kind of labeled that verse as a time when Hasatan was cast out of heaven and then created chaos and disorder in, in the earth, and there may be some truth to that. Um, but we relegate it to that because we see and there was darkness brooding over the face of the deep. And we've come to learn that that darkness, Yahweh, is in the midst of that place. And so it's not all just a negative thing in that verse. It's actually a creation moment going on. And he begins to brood and fashion over the depths and release his sound, release his... Um, who he is, his uh, his whole being over that, and out of that comes creation. He says, "Let there be light." Now he wasn't speaking in English, saying, "Let there be light." The, he, his voice, his thunders, was creating over that thing something new, as far as creation as we know it. <coughs> so the process is interesting because when you look at Yud Bet Mem recognizing design beneath disorder so often we get caught up in this natural arena in our uh, terra body our physical earthly body and we're stuck in there seeing all the chaos and all the disruption and all the dysfunction around our lives and uh, we kind of dwell in there sometimes one of the first keys is this is we've got to really realize and have it become more real where your true habitation is. It says in the word that in him I live and move and have my being. Well, where is he? Um, 
I sit in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. My, my position and place is in a heavenly dimension. So one of the bodies that Ian always talks about, and I can't recount them all by name right now, I'm remiss in that, but it lives, maybe it's the celestial, you have to go back to that and look at that stuff you guys and point it out, but um, anyway, when we realize that body, that place where we habitate, the heavenly realm, where Yahweh is, where the angelic dwells, where um, the saints gone before, we have a throne and a place that we sit in, in that realm. And when that realm becomes more real, that that's our habitation, than the realm down below, the earthly realm, it changes the whole game of how we function. I look at it this way, a lot of times, um, I'll, I'll describe it like, we habitate in heaven, but our feet have a place of function here in this created realm. And so, it's kind of a perspective thing. Um, so often I hear people says, I'm going to go and ascend up into heaven. And when I hear somebody say that, I realize that they don't have a thought process of where their constant habitation is yet. It's a little bit of a different, you know, it may seem like semantics to some, but there's going to come a time, and we're almost at the tipping point, where we're going to recognize more reality in the fact that we abide and function and live in this heavenly arena than we do in the earthly. And it, then our conversation will change. Says, I'm going to engage down in creation and find out how to function and move and do. Um, so it's perspective change in that regard. Um, so that's going to happen. I believe we're on the edge, the tipping point of a lot of that. A lot of us in that position, understanding, sensing, knowing that that's our new reality. Um, the second thing is this: you've got to develop relationship with Aleph Bet, and in this case, Yud Bet Mem. Yud Bet Mem is one of the names of God that we've come to know, and there's been some amazing teaching on the names of God uh, out there that. If you can get a hold of some of that, get into it and do it, you're going to love it. Um, but Yud Vet Mem, the key is not just to, okay, I'm going to say this as a formula or I'm going to just recite these words. After you've come to the place of understanding where you habitate in and where you move about and have your being in, you have to come into relationship with the living beings of Aleph Bet and get to know Yud Vet Mem in this particular instance. And how would you do that? I'd start out by drawing what they look like in the current Hebrew and the Paleo Hebrew, each one of them. Look at them from all sides, upside down, inside out. Begin to just engage with them and see them, visualize them moving and dancing around you. Begin to honor them, bless them, cause them to be excited to be around you, who you are and what you are. Spend some time in that relational process. The whole key of this um, thing that we're talking about is that we are um, going to create the God-given designer blueprint out of the place of chaos, disorder, and desolation. So, after you've had relationship develop with Yud Bet Mem, and then all of Alphabet, you know, get to know them. There's purpose in all of that. Find out who they are, what they are. Spend time with them. And this is not a instant 
oatmeal uh, McDonald's Burger King drive-through thing. This is a process that you take um, time and 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 get to participate with. So anyway, so you've come to the place of understanding where your habitation is. You've got relationship with Aleph Bet, and particularly in this instance, you'd vet Mem. And now the key is this, to begin to find out what the pattern and blueprint from heaven is. And that's where coming into play is talking or praying in the spirit is so, so very important. Um, as you begin to pray in the spirit and you focus, you don't just haphazardly shandabasha, da 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 you know, while you're thinking about, oh, I got to get the oil change, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to cook this thing, whatever. All that's fine. You can still do that internally while you're going about your day. But spend some time with intention and purpose focusing on your prayer in the Spirit. Engage with it. As you're there praying, move with it forward, sideways, backward. Activate yourself in the midst of the prayer of the Spirit. And as you're praying, focus on the kingdom of God on the inside of you. Look on the inside of you and begin to see what it is Yahweh wants to fashion and release, the pattern for the thing he wants to do on the inside of you. Begin to look at it. It might look different from anything you've ever conceived, or it might be a heart's desire that you've had for a long time. But begin to see it frame up. Begin to see it release. So you're praying in the Spirit, looking inside of you. You're engaging with whatever's framing up inside of there. And what's happening is, a lot of times, the things that you hold in your heart help bring into manifestation the picture of what he begins to show you. So the praying in the Spirit is critical because you're praying in agreement with Yahweh. And what happens is, as that happens, it begins to form a picture on the inside of you. Then what happens, you take the understanding where you habitate in this heavenly realm, the understanding of who Yud Bet Mem is in this process. And you take the picture or image of what you've been praying about that Yahweh begins to birth inside of you. And from that heavenly realm, you begin to breathe through the top of your head. You breathe. You're functionally breathing through your mouth or your nose. But see it coming through the very crown top of your head. Breathe in and hold it. And then release it through the image or picture that Yahweh dropped into your spirit while you were praying in the spirit. And then through the exhale, Yud, Vet, Mem, release it down through the core of your feet, which is the connection point or the kingdom point into creation. And in that process of doing, you've incorporated drawing the creative atmosphere of heaven in. You've... you've breathe it through the image of what was birthed inside of you through watching Yahweh in the heavenly realm during the place of praying in the spirit and then you breathe it through Yudvet Mem who has a unique frequency, a unique color, a unique sound, a unique vibration that causes the creative process to begin to happen and manifest perfect divine design in a place of tohu bohu or disorder. And a lot of times what happens is um, as that process happens, it, it actually manifests in such a way that you can't fail at this. You, you have relationship, you're breathing, you're seeing what God's given, 
and you're operating as a sun as the connection point, the conduit between heaven and creation and releasing something new into manifestation. You're not focusing on an old system or an old broken thing and trying to refurbish it. You're fashioning something brand new that hasn't been seen before. And that's that's a, that's a critical piece. Um, remember, you are creating with him. So the, the thing about the tohu bohu or the disorder or chaos, that is a creative place. It's like for you gardeners out there that have fresh soil in the earth and you plant seeds and you water it, it's, it's like a, a birthing place where the creation can manifest itself and you're the participating factor in all of that. You're the only one created like you. You're the only one that's fashioned like you to do this work or this, this function because you're created in his image. As we begin to engage with this, we get excited about it and begin to see more and more the hand of Yahweh working through us on his behalf, his heart's desire becomes our heart's desire. In this whole process, as we do this, I've seen, I've been watching this work lately and watching the manifestation of it. And it doesn't take some agonizing long thing. It takes just by faith functioning in the process. Um, you've got to also understand this, uh, that the scroll that's on the inside of you is just as critically important as anybody else's scroll. Um, the reason for that is you and Yahweh designed it together, and if he got involved in the design of it, why wouldn't it be just as important as anyone else? You know, Sometimes we talk about people like Reinhard Bonnke that has seen millions of people come to know uh, the Lord, and that's wonderful. It's amazing, and not to diminish all of that that's happened. But do you realize you might just be locked away in a place where there's not much going on on the outside, but you pray and you engage with heaven and you engage with Yahweh, you engage with the saints gone before, the men in white linen, and the seven spirits of God are around you moving and mentoring you and you're growing. And then you begin to engage in the scroll, the frequency of the scroll on the inside of you. It is just as important as Reinhard Bonnke's scroll in doing what he did. When you come to that realization, you begin to stop minimalizing your place and your position of who you are. Yahweh chose to work with you. And he chose you to be part of the ecclesia of the church that in Ephesians 3 says, I've chosen to make known the, the manifold wisdom of God through us. And this process is the manifold wisdom of God. This process that we're talking about is the working the purposes of heaven. The final piece of this that's significant uh, in my mind is this the recognition or activation or uh, cognizant understanding of your scroll um, one of the processes that's so important is this is the communion process uh, because as you take communion one of the things that begins to happen 
when you take the body and the blood, you activate the vibration, the sound of that scroll to be released in you more and more and more to where it resonates in you and you can begin to connect to it. Um, it's, it's, it's not like sitting there reading sentences or paragraphs, but rather uh, coming into agreement with the sound of it, the, the, the vibration of it on the inside of you. And it a lot of times happens just from a heart's desire, and so you're functioning and don't even know it. But the more you activate with communion, uh, taking the body and the blood, it, it turns on and energizes, electrifies the scroll in every part of your cells in your being, and you begin to function with it and come into agreement. So that's kind of important. And uh, anyway, just wanted to share these things because I've been watching it work and uh, watching things happen, change, and uh, just wanted you to be blessed with it and uh, have an amazing day.